The Sex Ed with Tim podcast is recorded on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabeg, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people. We acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13, signed with the Mississaugas of the Credit, and the Williams Treaty, signed with multiple Mississaugas and Chippewa bands. You're listening to Sex Ed with Tim. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. I'm your host, Tim, certified sex educator, your local chaotic homosexual, and uh, Janika, uh, I have a little bit of a joke for you. You want to hear it? Yes, please. Yeah, okay. So a woman goes to her doctor and asks, should I have a baby after 35? And then the doctor goes, don't you think 35 children is enough? <laughs> <laughs> it's the epitome of dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I am 31. I I am in my daddy era. So <laughs> fuck anyone who hates on dad jokes. I think they are peak top-notch quality jokes, okay? I agree. Also, did you ever leave your daddy era? I feel like you've always been. Think... Okay, you know what? That's a good point because I've always felt like the daddy of the friend group and like I I'm very like caring and like you know, if anybody ever touches my friends, I'm gonna fuck you up. I know someone who can make it look like an accident. No, I'm very oh that kind of <laughs> the the scary thing is I actually do know someone. It's kind of yeah. I don't want to be involved. I <laughs> an accessory to possible murder. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, if anybody fucks with you, Janika, you let me know. I know who to call. Big you know Zaddy call. Tim. I'm Zaddy, oh, Godfather Tim, the Godmother. Yes, with wings and the little ones. Mm, oh, exactly. Oh, swinging on a God- pole. Yeah, <laughs> like the Godmother in uh, Shrek Two. Oh my God, Slay! Wow, I forgot about that movie. Slay. Yeah, she was like the mafia boss, eh? I need to rewatch those. Yeah, I completely my God. forgot about those. Thank you. Unlocked a yeah. memory. <laughs> holding out for a hero was the jam stop i completely forgot about that whole Isn't section of the film so good it's so good like it's the most amazing part of the entire movie is she that just the needed same a movie with the yes with the gingerbread yes the cookie. big gingerbread man yeah, yeah. oh my gosh i need to rewatch this movie you do. Thank you. today and then and then my one of my favorite jams is the credits uh song that's another version of holding out for a hero and it's such a deep cut that whenever i play during pole class they're ever like where have i heard that before there's like something way buried deep i'm like yeah it's the credits to shrek too and it's just <gasps> I love so that good you play shrek during your classes that's so <laughs> slay I play Shrek, Hannah Montana, High School Musical, <laughs> during my pole class. Yeah, <gasps> I need to come to one of your classes. You do. Have you been like, teaching for a long time? I have. Uh, it's actually, so now that it's 2024, I've been teaching for a year. Good for you. Mm, it's a year already. Good though. for you. That's incredible. I think that's how yeah. we got connected, actually. I feel like Did it was really? on Instagram, but the first video I ever saw of you was pole dancing. And I was like, I love this human. <laughs> so You're I so love sweet. that. And I like freaked out when you came to my booth at Everything to Do with Sex Show. Yes! I was like, oh my God, I feel like I've been seeing a friend for like the longest time even though that was the first time i've ever like <laughs> met you yes <laughs> but but there's just something about like sexuality professionals that connect over the internet and then when they meet for the first time it just feels like we've known each other forever <laughs> mm-hmm. one of my best friends today i also met them on instagram and she's a sexuality coach and just like instant connection same thing she's from Tomor- toronto do you know erica eileen i'm not too sure probably oh, okay maybe. i'll have to send but <laughs> We're like, we're locked in for life now. <laughs> I love it. You know what? We're such a huge incestuous group. <laughs> <laughs> 
and I wouldn't change anything about it. <laughs> but uh, before, like, we get into more Kiki, because I totally forgot to give you like a proper introduction. <laughs> oh my gosh, Tim! <laughs> I'm so Ugh. sorry. I've only been doing this for like four seasons. I know the disrespect. <laughs> Ugh. Can you like tell a little bit about yourself to the audience? Yes, absolutely. I I do. I'm a hodgepodge of things. You know, I travel. I write. I'm also a sexuality educator. Mostly I am working with like elementary, middle and high schoolers right now. And then after my nine to five, I'm just on TikTok educating the rest of the world. If not, then I'm traveling. I just started my podcast also. We could so we can add that to my list of titles. Yeah, I I do a little bit of everything, which is kind of nice and also stressful. She's a (laughs) multi-hyphenate. Renaissance woman. Renaissance girl. (laughs) <laughs> oh, my oh my god gosh. all the hats that you're wearing just I love endless. it me too yeah how did you even get into like sex education oh my um good question how did i get here how did we get here <laughs> back in it was either 2017 or 2018 i went through a really terrible breakup and i was always one of those girls that would like tell my friends like leave that man let that man go whatever and and I, there was just a bunch of things I said I would never do in relationships. And then I met this man, was digmatized, and I did all of those Ooh. things I said I would never do. Ooh, so real. <laughs> the universe was like, jokes on you, bitch. Honestly. Also, am, I, am I allowed to swear on this podcast? Girl, what the fuck? <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta ask. <laughs> I feel I'd like the answer was no, but. <laughs> what? I'd be so fucking disrespected if you didn't swear on okay? <laughs> Well, the universe said, fuck you. Like, we have plans for you. Um, And after I got out of that relationship, I was like just a shell of a person. So I started reading all of these books. I was like, I'm just going to be celibate for two years. Fuck men. Fuck love. And then my friends were like, I'm also going through breakups and I need advice. Like, put this on YouTube. So I started documenting my celibacy journey and my breakup. And then it just kind of took off. From there, I just kept reading and taking courses, and then I switched my major. And sorry to that man. I don't know that man anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I don't want to give your sexuality education credit to a man, you know? I know. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. But, you know, I guess some men are good for some things. Sometimes. Sometimes. Just, you know, one day out of the year, it's fine. Honestly. I <laughs> I feel the same way because once you meet the dick that's like I'm allow you to hit my mama it's like <laughs> it's it's some good dick. Oh. <laughs> it's it's toxic dick that's so good. I know. I don't want to I don't want to rag on it too much cuz not that he's ever going to hear this or maybe he will. Maybe he still falls me cuz this pussy's bomb too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But <laughs> This pussy bomb, this bussy is bussing. So good. How how did you get into this space? I also don't know that story either. Okay, so I've like edited this story multiple times because I've said it before, but really the long and short or whatever of it is like I was escorting for four years and then I slowly started to feel like out of it like i i just don't feel like i can give that much of myself anymore and then i was taking a year off after graduating from college i graduated from music business i took a year off i know know it's so weird music business like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) yeah i worked with sony and universal and warner and like yeah i mean it is on paper it sounds cool but it was like fucking gross and like another incestuous uh, industry and it was just like everybody knows your name and it had to do a lot of ass kissing so i took a year off from that and i was like i don't know what to do now like i'm no longer escorting and i'm no longer in the music business so then i took a little vacation to new york where i met up with a girlfriend of mine and she was like come to a starbucks i want to catch up 
And then at the Starbucks, she asks, just like out of nowhere, a non sequitur. And she goes, hey, Tim, you're gay. How do I have anal? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. Here, here we go. <laughs> this is, this is the conversation. And like, I, I was like, okay, rude, but also thank you. Uh, <laughs> so what started out as like one harmless question because she wanted to have anal with her boyfriend. I started to like, give her a whole lecture on douching and hygiene Mm -hmm. and like all of the experiences I've ever had in anal through escorting. And then I think that conversation was the moment where it lit a fire under my ass. And I was like, you know what? I kind of like doing this. I kind of like giving out information and all about sex because it, it made me feel like, you know, alive again. So then I was like, okay, how do I make money from this? Because I really like it. Searched up like sexual counseling. I was like, no, I can barely carry my own trauma. I can't do another one. (laughs) Valid. (laughs) Right. And then I ran into the term sex educator and I was like, okay, I think this is the one for me. Started uh, taking courses. I looked up how to get certified. And then I ran into uh, the American Board of Sexology and I put in my credits towards that. And then here I am. Wow. So talking about anal lit a fire under correct inside <laughs> your asshole. Inside my asshole. Correct. <laughs> Again, another thing I need to credit to a man. Ugh. <laughs> Did that friend end up having anal with her boyfriend? Do you know? Amazing anal. She <gasps> she texted me the morning after. She was like, Tam, thank you so much. The next day she said, I'm gonna spread this open. Yep, she did. <gasps> she got her boy butter, she got all of her condoms and like rib for her pleasure. I gave her toy recommendations. She was like, I've never had an orgasm like that. It was the <gasps> first time I ever squirted, and I was like, fuck yes, bitch. Tim, fairy godmother of anal. <laughs> <laughs> the anal godmother. I love that so the much. If you didn't anal. need like more confirmation that you're in the right place for your friend to come back and tell you, thank Honestly, you. I know it, it's moments like that that make me feel like okay, I actually did something with my life, and <laughs> if anything, <laughs> I've, I've given back to the world by ha- making someone have an anal orgasm. <laughs> I love that so much. Oh my god! It's it's very fulfilling, and I've kind of expanded that into other like fields of sex education. So right now, I've been focusing clearly on queer sexual health. So because it's needed, it's so needed, right? But mostly, when it comes to queer sexual health really all about HIV and AIDS because I feel like that's something that's very important that people need to know. And Mm -hmm. it's amazing how like, for lack of better words, ignorant a lot of people are when it comes to HIV and AIDS, because I'm currently working for a charity and like, you know, you you were on my panel for let's stop AIDS and which which I want to talk about, but (laughs) like with the let's stop AIDS program, I notice that there are a lot of kids who are literally just openly discriminatory towards people who are positive. And I was like, wow. So the reason I know this is because every time we do a workshop, before the workshop starts, we ask them to fill out a survey. And one of the questions is, would you feel comfortable being friends with someone who is HIV positive? And 70% of our participants said yes, they would not feel comfortable. <gasps> 70%? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's insane. What is like, the age range of the students? Or the 18, 12, or so like grade 9 to grade 12. <gasps> yeah. Okay, so to speak to that, because my 9 to 5, I go into elementary, middle, and high schools, and... Typically, before I start my workshop, I'll put a cue card on all of their desks so they can ask anonymous questions, and then I get them to throw them to me at the end of the workshop. And the amount of questions I get about HIV and AIDS, like, can you die? Is it a gay disease? Like, I have so many cue cards with that question or questions about a HIV, and, like, disease. they make a mockery of it. Yeah. And I, I, we can't fault them too much because they're young, obviously, mm-hmm. like... Mm-hmm. 
this isn't a traditional topic that we talk about in schools, but clearly it's needed. And I had no idea that it was like this. 70%. Yeah, I know. It's so insane how like ignorant and open they are to just saying, no, fuck you, you positive piece of shit. Like what? So here is the, the bright side of this though. When we give the workshop and ask them to retake the survey, say, would you be comfortable being friends with someone who is HIV positive? They said, yes, I am comfortable with it. So that 70% of people who say I'm uncomfortable dropped down to 20. Wow. Mm, So apart from like ignorance and lack of knowledge, what is the main reason why they're fearful? Like, do you ever dig into that? Not so much because we want to give more of the information rather than find out what their motivations are. Because if anything, I just want them to leave the workshop with knowledge, right? And and I feel like that that's very much what we're accomplishing with our workshops is because they start to, like, I start to see the gears turn in their head. Like when I talk about how HIV can be spread through breastfeeding and then they're like, what? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> I get that right? look a lot in classrooms too. They're like, <gasps> right? Yeah. <sighs> what What are the kind of questions that you get in your like classrooms that are just like, whoa, what the fuck? You know what's so funny? I was actually editing TikToks the other day, and I had a bunch of cue cards with questions on them. Um, one of them was like, "Why do boys have nipples?" um (laughs) another funny one was like no but like i think it's a great question and i i think that was like a a grade five or six classroom um sometimes they're just like completely random like why do or the wording makes me laugh i should say is like why do tampons suck your blood (laughs) (laughs) but most of my questions me too like i just I, it's never the same thing in classrooms. It's always different. But I would say that most of the or the bulk of the questions I've been getting lately have been around like birth control, STI prevention, and a plan B. Like so many questions, nonstop questions about plan B constantly. So kids are mm. curious and having sex. And I would, yeah. I'm so grateful that I get to educate them instead of them going home potentially and not getting the information at all and just sitting there mulling over their questions to themselves. Yeah. This is so important because like, you know, yeah. Do I think 12, 13 years old is too young to have sex? Yeah. But I'm not going to like stop them from having sex. So instead of us trying to stop the inevitable, why not just like help them along the way with information with tools so that they can make decisions for themselves at least they know and what's so frustrating is that it it's not so much their like lack of information i mean i don't blame them for not having that information but what i am frustrated at is the adults that are in their life that's refusing to give them this information so, uh, for example, I j- recently just did a workshop at Malvern, and after the workshop, when we were handing out condoms and, like, both male and female condoms and dental dams and finger cots, all that fun stuff, the teacher that was supervising the students just, like, was making this kind of stupid announcement with her, like, oh, I, everybody, I need your tests. Also, abstinence is always the answer. And I was like, girl. Ma'am. That's, <laughs> oh, what are you doing? This is literally not what we were teaching. And, like, I don't want that kind of message associated with me and the organization I work for because that's totally not what we're preaching. So I'm like, why did you say that? And then there are some parents who pulled their kids out all because the teacher made an announcement of what we were going to teach. And then we're like, oh, well, fuck this, I guess. (laughs) Fuck your kids, whatever. This is my I have several pieces to add to what you just said. But I also get a lot of parents who pull their students or their kids out of my workshops. And my questions are like, would you rather them? learn from a professional, someone who's educated on this topic, or them outside on the playground, the period after I give the workshop, getting like 
a fast revised version from their 12 year old friend. And like, if you want to pull your kid out of the classroom, by all means, do what you need to do, but just make sure that you are providing that education for them at home because they're going to get it from somewhere. If it's not TikTok, if it's not the internet, it's going to be from word of mouth. Um, And just to add to something you said earlier around like just the age that children are having sex, that actually the earlier that they get the information, it actually delays the age that they engage in sexual activity. So they make better choices. And I think a lot of the times people and parents and people who are older forget that because they also didn't have the information back then. And then I'm like, think about what age you had sex. Would it have been later or better for you if you had had more information at the time? I mean, I am part of the outliers where the first time I ever had sex was fucking amazing. (laughs) (gasps) I'm jealous. (laughs) sorry but like we fucked for basically a whole day so (laughs) Sam my bad Timothy I know Tamantha what is wrong (laughs) (laughs) like we just couldn't keep our hands off each other I stayed over at his dorm and we were like spending an entire weekend together literally naked in his apartment just fucked like we just had water breaks and like snack breaks and then went right back to it and (laughs) but here's the thing because i have a lot of gay male friends and their first time was exceptional yeah like i can name that like one that didn't have a good experience first time so Yeah, popping <laughs> pussies. I, you know what? I am always like, if you want to learn about good sex, ask the queer people. Okay. <laughs> no, for real. I played rugby in college, and it's like a team of fifty girls, and most of them are gay. Mm-hmm. And the stories I would hear, I'm like, oh, you got it like that. <laughs> like it's happening over there like that. Like, I'm in the trenches, babes. <laughs> I'm in the quagmire. I'm in the war zone. <laughs> like, I'm taking myself Pulling out of faking orgasms. <laughs> and, like, no. men fingering me like it's broken elevator buttons. Ew, uh. really? <laughs> No, are you serious that someone just, like, I'm- jabs their finger into your clit and then just goes, boom, 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 boom. Like, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, I've, it's been rough. It's it's better now, but college was a time. Oh, oh, time. <laughs> Girl, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's so awful. <laughs> okay, kind of related, but like not. But whatever. I'm gonna say it anyway. I no. think engineering students, engineering students are like the most toxic but also pretty fucking good. <laughs> Here's my hot take. When do they have time to have sex? Is my That's question. true. That is true. So the, the only time I ever actually had to hook up with an engineering student is... Had to? Like, <laughs> sorry, not had to. <laughs> <laughs> English is hard. Don't blame me. The only time I ever, the only moments I ever had the time to have sex with an engineering student, sorry, is when they're about to go to bed. They're like wrapping up their day full of lectures and midterm preps and whatever else. And then he would call me and be like, hey, I'm about to go to bed. Do you want to bang one out real quick? I'm like, sure. So, <laughs> In between equations and stress. Yeah. And Tim was whatever. like, I had to get each department, engineering, art, math, sciences, you know, political justice, Cor- each student. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Poli side, check. Literature, <laughs> check. Engineering, done. I just needed to get with every single department. Humanities, sick. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. We would cross over all of our Google calendars to see where we have free time. I have 10 minutes. Meet me in the cafeteria bathroom. Stat. Honestly, it doesn't even have to be the bathroom. Like, let's meet in the darkest bush that we can find and just bang one out. Tim said, anywhere you can get it. I'm like, no. Honestly, 
I was so risky, and this was like out in public. Was but do you have regrets? No, not then, one single regret. Then no problems. I kind of miss that for university. I just feel like one, everyone had their own places. We had such a more relaxed structure. So you could just go back to people's houses. You go to the club. You went home with someone. You could have sex in the cafeteria, in the empty lecture rooms, in the big fields, on the football field. Like there's just so many places to get it on and pop in. And now nobody leaves their house. I actually, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> no one no one wants to go. Like, you know what? We are the ones who crawled for you guys to walk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Literally me crawling on the floor trying to find, like, I don't know, a condom or lube in my, <laughs> like, purse uh, <laughs> while I'm already in tabletop. And then, like, wait, hold on. Fuck. I love these visuals. <laughs> <laughs> I actually uh, had sex on my convocation day just before walking the stage. <laughs> <gasps> no. Where? How did you find the time? <laughs> literally when we were waiting for our department to like get called because we're a music business so it was like a little further down the list but they were going in alphabetical order so we're like you know what Uh, i don't know what else to do other than like do do you want to like bang one out real quick (laughs) behind the bleachers (laughs) wait so someone in your department like music another department uh i think they were adding it to the list yeah, I think they were in journalism. Yeah, yeah, because J K L M. Yeah, yeah, journalism, and then, <laughs> yeah, really hit every department. <laughs> A diverse and inclusive babe. You know, this bussy does not discriminate. Okay, I am open to the world. I love every single cock, shape, size, color. Like, I I love it all. Okay. I want as much dick in me as possible. <laughs> I um, love that for you. Actually, I, I I used to keep like a list of my my kill list, a Google Sheets. If you Google Sheets, yeah, the Google Sheets. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I used to keep a Google Sheets of uh, people who I've fucked, and the last time I checked, the row count was just over 2000 <laughs> for people listening my mouth is on the floor <gasps> do you just write the list or do you keep like descriptors what does it so, look like uh it all collects from a survey that i give people <laughs> <gasps> No, I need, give me the rundown. I need this. <gasps> okay, hold on. Let me see if I can like link it in the chat because uh, <laughs> it's it, it's a pretty, <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun survey. And if you ever like want to fill it out, go ahead. But <gasps> I put it in the chat and it's called, was it good for you? And <laughs> oh my God, I love this. Are you looking at it right now? Yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> it's called, was it good for you? Uh, this is short are... and sweet, easy. Yeah, right? <gasps> so it just this collects so all of the, <laughs> the responses. Uh, the questions are, when did we fuck? What was your position? Top, bottom, versatile side. Uh, what were your first impressions of me? What did you enjoy? What could have been done better? What did you want to happen? Would you like to see me again? If you do want to see me again, is there something different you would like to try? And if I can contact you, what's the best way to reach you? <laughs> it's so professional sounding, but like well, it's so can unserious. Can you just sign at the bottom, please? Don't you sign? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Need you to PDF your signature to me. Two of <laughs> sign my really good NDA. friends have like something similar like one of my best friends she has something in her notes so like they'll finish and then she goes can you fill this out like legit (laughs) is a survey and then one of my other friends she travels she travels all over the world so she has like a a spreadsheet also where she um what's the what's the word i'm looking for where she rates the different penises from the country she visits so she's been like 50 countries 50 countries have been in her. 
tell her you said this because that's genius. <laughs> she's an international hoe yeah. for real. I love her. She's but. a she's a, she's a global sleuth. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she keeps like a document of international penis. And it's I, similar questions. Honestly, I really should do that. But like one of those scratch off world map things, like for every country that I've ever had sex with, or rather a guy from that country, I would like shade it out. <gasps> and I'd probably like cross off maybe like half the world at this point. <laughs> so this is where uh, all of my interests intersect travel yeah. and sex. Oh my gosh, that idea is genius. <laughs> the Nomadic Nimbo and Tim collab coming soon. Honestly, scratch calendar. Sc- scratch off calendar for dicks and like places that you've ever had sex in or whatever else. And then you can like change it up. Like say, I want to have sex in this place or I've had sex in that place. And like, oh, I've had sex from a guy from this country. Ooh. Make it like a fun pins. coloring book. Yeah. <gasps> I love this. Cute. Don't steal our idea. Copyrighted. Tim knows someone who will take you out if you copy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever steal this, we're copywriting it right now, January 2024. Nobody's fucking take it. His name is was- Bubba. He'll find you. <laughs> I don't know what his name uh, is. <laughs> I believe his name. Oh, I, I can't. Don't even tell me. <gasps> part of this i don't want to know any more than the fact that you know someone <laughs> i am not a ride or die babe they don't get treated well i will be on the stand like he did it Pointing. narc he it was did it your honor it was in your honor <laughs> officer right here here's Fuck his instagram <laughs> and his All survey <laughs> Here's the DMs, Your Honor, all proving that he did it. God. Wow. Thought you were my ride or die of my number one girl, Jenny. My partner asked me the other day, like, if he went to jail, would I stay with him? I'm like, you get one and a half years and then I'm out. That's it. I'm I'm sorry I'm not riding for you. I'll see you when you get out, maybe. Yeah. But not no. one conjugal visit. Not one. Zero. He's like, what if what if it's like a minor? No. <laughs> you know I've had sex with a convict. <gasps> Did he fill out the survey? <laughs> this was so serious. <laughs> Probably. Honestly, with like two thousand rows, I can't remember like who did or who didn't because like it's just become a force of habit when at that point like i haven't set the survey in a while so and and i think i started the survey in oh god 2019 20 19 definitely 19 uh and then you can tell from 2019 to 2024 i just really appreciate that so many people have filled it out like that's so considerate (laughs) I think so. I think the like I for a while I was kind of like, please fill this out, and then I would watch them fill it out <laughs> just to make sure they actually <laughs> did fill it out. <laughs> no, but but with the convict, uh, it, okay, let me contextualize this. He wasn't in prison. He was uh, okay. Good start. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> he was under house arrest. Yes, he was under house arrest. And the reason I knew that is because he had an ankle bracelet. An ankle Please monitor. don't tell me it beeped. Did it go off? It well, did he had not. To, would have had to have been outside. Never mind. No, yeah. Uh, so he was you know, like, okay, the apartment was so paper thin that like his neighbors could hear it. So he didn't really <gasps> want to have sex in his apartment. But instead, we had sex in the stairwell of the apartment building. So, isn't that what? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I have so many. I have so many questions. Okay, one doesn't (laughs) doesn't the hallway echo? It did, but like, I don't know why he thought that was safer. But nobody disturbed us i was like why couldn't we have done it in your apartment and that was the excuse he gave me it was like oh the, the walls are so paper thin our uh, our neighbors could hear us and i'm like 
Okay, I guess. Did the thrill of potentially getting caught make it steamier? Yes, always, always, always does. Mm-hmm. It's so hot. The thrill of getting caught, the thrill of getting like arrested or like, you know, somebody walking in on us. It's so hot to me that like it, it's made me so like I almost want to fuck in a graveyard, like digging up <gasps> someone's grave, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I haven't done. The only thing. <laughs> the only I would never expect this. <laughs> And I think that's what I love about this this work is because most of the sex educator friends I have look like innocent and quiet. And then they're just throwing it back, <laughs> having sex with convicts and stairwells and <laughs> graveyards. That's the thing I have yet to do. The oh, I'm, but thing. I'm manifesting for you. It's going to happen. Thank you. I, I hope it does. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so how would you get the ghost to fill out the survey? Because one of the questions is, how can I contact you again? That's so true. Ouija? Ouija board? <gasps> You've thought this through. <laughs> I'm, thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking on the fly. What if I hire like a medium to like fill in the survey for me on their behalf, you know? <laughs> Dicks of Christmas past. Christmas past. Please come now. Do you want to come in? Come in me. Just conjure them up. Oh my gosh. And then just have one big ghostly bukkake. Oh, bukkake. I hate you. <laughs> Listen. Your mind. It comes. It comes. My mind. I come. You come. <laughs> I do. You come. <laughs> I come lots. I do actually come a lot. For those of you who are fortunate enough to have had sex with me or want to have sex with me, uh, I have this ability to like come a huge amount and a huge distance. Like one time I was lying down and the guy was fucking me uh, and I just like came so hard that I hit my own eye. <laughs> <gasps> I was like, oh, oh, keep going. It's so hot. <laughs> My eye is like twitching from as you look like the Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a stroke. <gasps> Go. And I'm like trying to resist the urge to like wipe it off because that's like not hot i'm like trying to clean my face off i'm like no it's it's really hot if i have cum all over my face i'm telling myself that is (laughs) (laughs) self-love self-care oh my god we'll be right back after this commercial break yes What's up, all you sick fucking perverts? Don't you just love love? The Love Shop has everything you need to feel the love in the air or in between your legs, wherever you want, really. They've got everything from vibrators, lubes, laundry, and even full-sized sex dolls. <laughs> wow, I guess love really does come in all shapes and sizes. Visit loveshop.ca slash sexedwithtim and use code sexedwithtim at checkout for 15% off the whole store. And the best part is that they ship all over Canada, US, and what? Ireland? To all my whores in Dublin, top of the morning to ya. <laughs> That's loveshop.ca slash sexedwithtim and check out code sexedwithtim for 15% off the entire store. Now get to fucking. Do you like feeling sexy and looking sexy? Of course you do. Only my listeners are sexy as fuck. I have partnered with fetishwear designer Dale Kuda to bring you the hottest deals on custom jock straps, harnesses, hats, and more. Head over to dalekuda.com, that's D-A-L-E-K-U-D-A.com, and use code SEXEDWITHTIM at checkout for 25% off the entire store. Yeah, you heard me. 25% off. And cherry on top. Free shipping. Oh my god. 
I have a few of the stuff that he has made for me and girl I'm wearing it right now I'm wearing like a little jock strap so that I could easily just like slip a little butt plug or dildo every now and then here and there and I'm on the train I'm just like uh, 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 thank you Dale <laughs> that's dalecuda.com with the code sexedwithtim for 25% off your entire purchase with free shipping with a deal like that I swear I could come buckets honey the show is about to begin. Yes. I need That's to true. spice up my sex life, clearly. Like What do you mean? You're I thought you're like super horny girl. You're I am. Okay, here's the thing. I I'm fresh in a relationship. It's been 3 months. Oh, um, but before this, I was celibate. Thank you. I am in love with him. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me be in love. Um, <laughs> But before this, I was celibate for, was it a year and a half or two years? I just. Wow. I just haven't been popping my pussy like a zit. I mean, we get it on and popping now. Like, as I'm telling you this story, there may or may not be a mirror on my ceiling that he oh, installed. I'm, I'm <laughs> jealous. That shit is expensive. I love that. We just got a bunch from the dollar store and just like. Oh, really? Them. Oh, OK. I thought you got like a huge like one piece mirror. That No, oof. I do not trust it to stay up there. <laughs> no, my God, but, please. Yeah, I need to I need to get back into the adventure side. I mean, it's pretty new. So I think we're still like learning each other's bodies and stuff. But mm-hmm. I'm ready. I want to do Is some crazy things. Like- <laughs> Reverse cowgirl and split. Oh, been there, done that. You know, <laughs> you know she's flexible. Fun. She's bendy. Maybe no, a hot like air not. balloon. I don't know. Yeah, or Somewhere. like, yeah, or I don't know, in an observatory, so that you can like be all romantic. That's cute. Okay, yeah. with like birds and butterflies. And yeah, or waterfall, like, raindrops. <laughs> This is giving like SZA. <laughs> good dick on my. No, it's not good dick. It's good day. Sorry. <laughs> Remix. <laughs> good dick on my mind. <laughs> really stressed out. <laughs> my bad. Oh my gosh, he's gonna listen to this. So if he does, for him and the rest of the world, just know that I want to wear your foreskin like a. A balaclava. Yeah, I want to be so in I'm it ready. like a sleeping bag, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's just cozy up in there. He really looks great. I'm gonna ask him to have sex in a graveyard and see what he says. Can you let me know? <laughs> I really want to know what it's like. It's 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 like it's the the thing that I want to get over. You know, first of all, who's down to actually do it with me? And second. When will I get over this fear of like having sex in a graveyard? It can't be during the winter, and like, I, I you know, no. I, I I need to I need to have that security that I'm not gonna be possessed like in Hereditary or <laughs> or Exorcist. I don't know. I I want that protection. My famous last <laughs> words: I want to have sex in a graveyard. <laughs> Honestly. That's so real. I want to have sex in a graveyard. No, my last words by having sex in a graveyard because I died from like a possession is like, did you wear a condom? <laughs> Asking the, <laughs> the ghost. <laughs> you need to message me the second this happens because I need to know how. I'll FaceTime you while I'm getting railed in a graveyard. <gasps> Please. I hope it's like dark and the mist and the fog is coming in. Yeah. Oh, I see it. It's giving pretty it's like little thriller. liars, you know? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right in front of my bones or something like that. <laughs> If you know, you know. <laughs> my God, uh, it's oh it's my God. it's tiring. It's tiring, girl. It's tiring. I feel like I'm gonna burn out. <laughs> no, we need you. I need you. Uh, but like, how do you even <laughs> deal? <laughs> I know the world needs me. I love. I, I, it drives my ego, and I, I I love seeing the gears turn whenever I achieve this. But sometimes I feel like I'm just gonna like get so tired. <laughs> Like how no, do you deal with I, this? Um, I'll let you know when I find the answer. 
because <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out. Honestly, I don't know if I can. I'm just going to say this. You can fix say it. it. Um, but a lot of my friends who are in the sexuality space have left the field this year because they are burnt out. Mm, and real. just because of like shadow bans, because of all of the new rules, because of the hate that they get. And I think honestly, what keeps me here is the looks on the kids' faces when they come after me, up to me after a workshop and they say like, thank you, I can't talk about this at home or thank you for answering my question or thank you, I learned so much today, but I am really, really burnt out. It's really hard with all the laws and even just like social media and this constant need to create and want to pump out content and stuff. Like it's all encompassing. I just need, I'm tired. I need a break. I know we do. We we need better compensation as sexuality educators, honestly. Like for anyone that said that money doesn't buy happiness, fuck you. <laughs> like lied. Money Give buy- us some of yours then. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you have, if you have a lot of if you have a lot of money to spare, yeah. Open your purse. Come on. Show it. Give me give hand me, it me. out. Let us decide if it yeah. buys happiness or not. Yeah. Money buys me therapy. Okay. And therapy is fucking expensive. So <laughs> I I need I need it. But like, it, it's really burning me out. But I, it does keep me going to see that we do make these changes. Because when I see the data that like, kids are openly discriminatory before the workshop, and then they're like, Oh, I actually know more. I don't have to discriminate. I'm like, okay, so we are actually making a difference. And that's really good. It It, it does kind of like, make me frustrated that we are making baby steps rather than huge strides because, you know, I feel like we as a society should have made this progress such a long time ago. But I also have to think that, like, yeah, not everyone is as much of a slut as we are. <laughs> right? Like, one one kid left a comment on our service, like, don't give us condoms, bro. And I was like, what? 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 What do you what, so, I mean, you don't have to take it, but, like, what do you mean don't give us condoms? So, I, I, I don't know. Like, it's 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 so, both, it's frustrating, but I think that frustration is also what keeps me going, that, like, these kids really don't know better, and their parents don't know better, so we have to keep going. I don't know how much longer it is in me, girl. <laughs> I know. I I am right there with you, too. I don't know if you recently saw Evian Whitney's post on their Instagram, and I honestly felt like they took the words out of my head and put it on their page because I feel that like it's it's interesting, like monetizing all of your hobbies or when your job is also your whole identity, because then it's like what's left for you. And on top of wanting to be really passionate and in love with this work, You have to argue with parents. You have to challenge school boards and systems. You have to challenge people on the internet. There's just like so much coming at you at once. And it's a little bit overwhelming. But I, part of me is like, I have to stay in this because if we all give up, then who's going to teach the kids who, and then I think about like younger me who didn't have this education. And I'm like, I have to be that for someone else. Yeah. It like, it's exactly that. What you said, that younger me, one workshop we did this kid who i think he was in the closet but he was very giving fruity (laughs) he was giving fruity fruity, okay i can say that (laughs) nobody else can i don't know why gen alpha or whatever is so comfortable saying it whatever but this one kid like he was so um what's the word i'm looking for he was so outright in asking about HIV AIDS, like, are there sexual orientations that are more prone to getting HIV in the Wow, and that's a like, great question. Right. From someone who's like 12 or 13 years old, I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that is very interesting. So I was like, yeah, uh, men who have sex with men are more prone to it. However, the narrative is changing. Did you know that, like, now, because uh, HIV and AIDS used to be, like, for, uh, used to be associated with gay men, mm-hmm. but also the prep campaigns and uh all that hiv treatment was targeted for gay men that the transmission rate among gay men is going lower and then the next one going up is black women i did see that yeah yeah wild 
So, you know, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. And it, like the, the stats keep changing and it's very interesting. But one thing is for sure that this work is kind of important and necessary. Just a little right? bit. Just a little <laughs> bit, you know. You know, and like, you know, we, we keep getting all these different kinds of questions and things that make even me now i've been in the sex education for since 2018 right mm-hmm. so uh i've been very like i have these moments where i'm like oh i didn't think about that like for example uh during your time on uh the panel at no time to wait uh there was that question the audience asked uh if i don't want a baby do i still have to have a period <laughs> like and then you answered that i I forgot what you said but you were like rolling your eyes and you were like yeah but then samantha biddy chimed in and i i can't recall exactly what she said but it was new information about like plan b or birth control or medication or something and i was like i didn't know that so that's you're right that's the other thing about this field like it's ongoing learning and i've never left a workshop where i didn't learn something new from one of my students or i took a cue card question out and i'm like i actually have to research this because i don't know the answer yeah so we this goes to show that even as sexuality professionals we don't know everything so it's no. really interesting to see some of like the new information that we're getting like recently i learned uh in canada the child pornography laws don't just limit to video and pictures it's also audio right really i know audio and written material I was like, what? That's so, making my skin crawl, but also like slay that it's right? in the laws. <laughs> yeah. So child pornography laws in Canada state that like if anyone under the age of 18 is recorded like just audio, like even a voice note, if uh, they're heard having wow. sex and that's disseminated, that's considered distributing child pornography. <gasps> what? Has that always yeah. been in the law? I think so. And it's just like, I never really bothered to go that deep into child pornography laws because yeah. why would I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so to, to say that to the students and then they were like, what? It's, it's so funny seeing all their eyes get big, like even a voice note. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. <gasps> See? I just learned something new today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So written materials, like if you say, oh, this kid was, I was like, if, if you even like say, oh, sweet, supple 13 year old body. Child pornography. Supple. <laughs> supple. <laughs> I hate that adjective, supple. Oh. When do you ever hear that? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard a guy call me supple before. Honestly, now I want to add it to the list. Not for of, kids, but I want to be called supple. Oh. No, it's like... <laughs> ooh, supple. I want to be called supple? Yeah. <laughs> called delicious, succulent. <gasps> okay, thesaurus. <laughs> Ew. Just call me hot. I'm fine with hot. But like... <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a complicated girl, you know. Like, give me the simple Same adjectives. Simple, I want poetry. I want sonnets and soliloquies written on my behalf. You know what? Fair. That's true. I do like a romantic. <laughs> you know, give me like an entire epic poem, Dante's Inferno style, all about my <gasps> dick. You know. <laughs> See, manifest that. You're gonna get it this year. I believe it. 2024. I don't think I could ever take a guy seriously, though. I'm going to be real. As much as I say I want that romantic thing, I kind of don't think I could. Don't, don't. Please don't. Send him my way. No. I need that. I always say, like, I want to be raunchy and durable. Well, I'm like a little bit of those things, but I also am like, please treat me like a feather, you know? Oh, Treat me like, like a butterfly can- that lands on you. That's so cute. But how like do you communicate that to your partners? I just, ooh, I've never thought about this. I just kind of do it. 
That's a good question. Yeah. How do you tell them? Like, I, we're so open to like talking about this, but like when shit gets real, how do you like, you know, tell that you're not going to go outright and say, treat me like a butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, I'm really frank though. So I'm certain that I've probably said that to my partner now, but when we start to get like really flirtatious or when things are heating up, I'm like, how do you like to be fucked? (laughs) (laughs) Just straight up. Just straight up. (laughs) What do you like? Like before we do this, this is what I need. This is my aftercare that I need. But like, I want to be fucked like a slut while simultaneously being dainty. (laughs) What do you like? Oh, you're such a cute little whore as my hands are around your neck. (laughs) Oh my God. If a guy ever says, oh, (laughs) while in bed. (laughs) for you. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just like, mm -mm. do it during role play. But like, you know, you can be like cute with me before, but during I want rough. I want to know that you're going to murder me, but not so much that I know I'm going to die. I just don't know if I'm going to live, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's the kind of sex I want. Like, I want to be in a wheelchair immediately after. (laughs) Three of my, my, three of my gay friends, my gay guy friends that I've traveled with, I travel really well with my gay guy friends for some reason i don't know why but it just works time for us it's to travel time no to travel. actually they're they've been the best trips and all of them they make it clear before we go on they're like i'm just gonna be out and about doing my thing i'm like you go i'm gonna be looking at trees i'm gonna be frolicking in the ocean eating fresh fruit just come back whenever you're ready and Cute. the stories they would come back and tell me They'd be gone for like 15, 20 minutes. And I'm like, how did you do all of that in a short (laughs) period of time? Efficient, efficient. We're on the clock here, honey. (laughs) They make the trip so much better. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, the ocean's nice. But like, tell me about how you spread your butthole and went to a glory hole and were like blindfolded in in 20 minutes. The reason we're so efficient is because this is the gay agenda. It's literally the gay agenda. We're like on the clock. We got to stay on schedule. (gasps) We got shit to do. People talking about like sexual indoctrination or gender ideology. No, we just want to have sex as quickly and as efficiently as possible. I want to switch. This seems fun. (laughs) Being gay is fun. Being gay is a good choice that I made. I'm very happy for (laughs) for my gay friends. They're living life. You introduced me to some of your gay friends. I'm so single. One of them lives in Australia, but I will introduce you anyway. And the other two, absolutely, because, ah, nope, the other one lives in Vietnam now. There's one in Toronto. Yeah. There's one in Toronto. We'll talk. Okay, hook me up. I'm so excited. (laughs) I love them. They're like, oh, I'm not going to say anything about I'll tell you after. They're great. Yes. Thank you so much. (laughs) Oh, my God. Is 2024 going to be the year I can finally lock it down? I am a matchmaker. It is my also add that to my many hats that I'm already wearing. I love setting people up. So it's already done. You can tell which personalities kind of blend together and which Mm -hmm. don't. Oh, I love I don't need that. to know your physical. I'll just work with the energies. I don't need to know their name. It's good. I don't even need to know their name. You know, I, I don't even need to know what they sound like. Just look pretty. Tim's clean yourself. Simple, simple. I'm a cheap date. Okay. I just need men to not talk ever. Okay. Like, I would love it if you never said an opinion for the rest of your life. Because nine out of ten times you are wrong. <laughs> Isn't that part of the thrill, though? Like telling men they're wrong and watching that their skin true. just crawl a little bit. That's true. You know what? That's the dom mom side of me. Ooh, ooh, you're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hook me up. <laughs> hook me up with the most ignorant, toxic, like Andrew Tate, bro. <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> we went from I want a man that doesn't speak. I want one that doesn't shut the fuck up and has a podcast. Great. <laughs> yeah. Anyone from like the whatever podcast, the fresh and fit, like give me those toxic men, you know, 
the ones that I know that will like, I don't know, go roid out at the gym and is Tim, probably an incel. Be, we, <laughs> we need more from ourselves, babes. <laughs> I need, I need all of you. To, you. <laughs> I need you all to rise up. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, I need you to be better. 2024 <laughs> needs to be. Listen, 2024 is 2020 whore. Okay. So. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> 2020 whore. <laughs> Sorry, Janine. <laughs> Listen, you're manifesting chaos. I'm giving the chaos. No, just... this is what I need in my life. It's perfect. Oh, I love... oh, my God. <laughs> but like, if it is 2024, what are you looking to manifest? Like for real, what are you? What do you need, or what do you want to bring into your life this new year? Um, that's a great question. I ha- burnout is something that we talked about and that I've been dealing with. So I want rest, and not like. Oh, I'm going to my bed to take a nap, like full on rest, stillness, stillness in my mind of not being stressed out about work and all the external things, just like peace. I want to get flued out as much as possible. And by flued out, I will be paying for the trips because I'm my own daddy. <laughs> yes, sugar daddy. Or in I our case, we're plans. brown sugar. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Yeah, I like that granulated sugar. Sugar, oh. refined. <laughs> is it stevia? Stevia? Is that a sugar? I think so. I think it's a sweetener. Brand? I think it's a sweetener. We'll take stevia it. Plant. We'll take it. Yeah. We'll take Ariana it. We'll Grande take it. sweetener. All the if it's Roll sweet, it. good. Yeah. Give Don't me say diabetes. Dementia, all of it. Yeah, all that. <laughs> Actually, I'm diabetic, so <laughs> I, mean... I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. What type? Been... Uh, two. So my fault. <laughs> I got it. I got it when it was locked, like lockdown, because you know I couldn't go to the gym and I could just get my hands on whatever. But it's fine now. Like it's under control. I am like diabetes is never going to go away. But like my cholesterol, my sugars are on point, and I'm going to get surgery sometime this year. I hope for a gastric bypass, and I'm going to be so skinny. I'm going to be so mean and so evil. So mean. <laughs> You must be below 120 pounds to talk to me, honey. <laughs> to ride this ride. <laughs> you heard of ride height limits? There's a weight limit on this. Now, okay? <laughs> for well, any I gay pray, guy that's ever been mean to me. <laughs> I, I pray for a speedy recovery for you. Oh, God. And I'm going to be just snatched. I'm going to be having sex on the recovery table with the nurse. Okay. <laughs> Tim. <laughs> Even with my staples in and everything. <laughs> You're sick. <laughs> I am so gross. But I manifested chaos also. So this this is exactly I shouldn't this be surprised. It. This is what yeah. I wanted. Ask and you shall receive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, Janika, this is amazing. We're going to be so chaotic this entire fucking year. Uh, no, I'm so serious. I love it. I love you. I love your work. You're so fucking cool. And, like, do you have any parting words for the chlamydia hive? The chlamydia hive? The chlamydia hive. The chlamydiates are my fans. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant there's a subgroup of students you teach that have chlamydia. <laughs> I was like, Specifically chlamydia. I, you deserve love. Um, <laughs> it's not a death sentence. <laughs> Everyone will have an STI, three out of four Canadians. I was about to go on my, my educator tangent. Um <laughs> Tim, I had a great time with you today. This is going to be such a chaotic episode and I'm here for it. (laughs) I love it. Sorry, not sorry, mom. Um, I can't wait to go out and have the time of our lives everywhere this year. I hope we actually get to hang out and not do work things. But you can find me on my podcast, the Uninhibited Podcast, wherever it streams. My YouTube, The Nomadic Nympho. 
TikTok, Janika Jewel, J-E-N-E-K-A-J-O-O-L, doing chaotic things, and my Instagram, The Nomadic Nympho. And I hope to see you around the world and the internet somewhere soon. Amazing. Thank you so much, Janika. And to all of the chlamydiates that made it this far into this chaotic <laughs> ass conversation, thank you for listening to another episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. And I will see you all at the next one. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. Sex Ed with Tim is created and produced by me, Tim Lagman. Music is Aces High by Kevin McLeod. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at GaySlutClown and at SexEdWithTim. You can also like and follow me on the Sex Ed with Tim Facebook page. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for all your support, you dirty little slut. Mwah. Mm-hmm.